Jump in. Hello, welcome back to our Muscle and the Hustle podcast. We're recording early this week. It's it's Wednesday. I was <laughs> just gonna say it's Thursday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. I had to think there. It's Wednesday. We're getting ready. We're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. Normally it's a it's a Sunday night thing now, but we're getting ahead of ourselves this week. I'm away for a few days. A few days or and or, you know how it is. And then we're back into the big bad world of gigs. First of all, shout out to Eamon. Eamon dropped us a message saying it was last week's was his favourite podcast yet. Serious, deep, internal conversation had. That's good to know because I thought it was going psychotic in the middle of it. Uh, it was a deep one last week. No, there's a few people. There's a few people now. I was chatting to during the week and they were like, it made them think. A couple of ones were saying they were listening to it in the gym and they had to stop listening to it in the gym. They had to, and re listened to it again because they were like, it was fucking, some of the farts was too intense. <laughs> depends on where, see, the funny thing is the podcast does flow with me and Mickey depending on where we are. So if, if I'm going through something or I'm thinking that way or Mickey is, it takes the turn from the humor to that side, just like you should be having conversations with your friends. Like it can be all laugh and talking about women, woman at this, the next football, boom, boom. And then if somebody just says, this is melting me and boom, it's just like, right, we're in to sort that. So no, good. I'm glad that people are getting value from it. And if it's stopping you in your tracks, it's probably resonating, which is a really good sign because this leads into what this today's podcast is actually about. It's actually about, we're going to do a, we were talking about reflection, but it's actually about, mistakes and learning from them and how to move forward and I think that is really reflective of what we were sort of talking about last week uh, to the next step to an extent and yeah. that sort of relates to that uh, but before we dive into that, do you want to do the question now or do you want to just dive into this? So we had a question sent in about journaling and the guy sent it in was like right he's got into journaling we talked a wee bit of it last week he says his problem is he feels like he's writing the same thing over and over again every day and yeah, do much Huh? Do you journal much? Yeah, I journal. I journal I probably four I'm times a week. Four times a week. Um probably. I do do the Stephen Barton diary thing. Now to be honest, Stephen, you're not listening to this. It's a fucking bit shite. Like but you did try. You tried to do something really good. The execution wasn't great. It's uh, too long, is it? It's not too long. It just it's no good. It's just no good. The the thought process is there. It was just it was too hard to execute fully. Um yeah, the, the 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 virtual part of it is just too hard to execute perfectly. But he's definitely done something that nobody else has ever done before. It just I don't think it can happen unless you're gonna put in the actual physical time. But saying that it's a diary, it's not a journal, but I do journal and I do I do write a lot of the same things over and over again. But then to me that is journaling in a way. Yeah. Uh, well, the prompts I use is from there's a six six minute uh, planner I I got off Amazon. I think it's called. You'll find it straight away. It's like twenty quid, and it it always says these. So these are some prompts, but your prompts can be anything. Uh, today, like the the basics are today. I'm grateful for it. You list three things. This is how yeah. I will make today great. You list three things. You put in a positive affirmation. So whatever you feel like, oh, I'm not feeling confident. You said, you know, I am confident, or whatever you need. Uh, then after that, you know, there's usually quotes and stuff as well. And, and then my good deed today, and I actually really like that one because I do think the best way you feel better is by giving to other people. So I think it's that case of giving joy to other people, giving help to other people. So how can you make somebody else's life better today as well as your own? And then how can I improve? What it, And then it, it sort of goes into night, you know, like what, uh, great things I experienced today. And then it goes into just more sort of pages like that. But it's it's very, very straightforward and it's yeah. very, very easy. But it it's said to take literally six minutes of your day but i think anything like like even if that's not quite long like sometimes journaling what i'll get up is i'll just write what am i grateful for what do i need to work on today and the future to be better or whatever it is and then a main focus uh but i think i think like them prompts are quite good you just need a prompt you can type in journal prompts and yeah that's the main thing if you're journaling yeah. about your life i use prompts but prompts are better prompts are good the thing i i do so what i'm grateful for is one um something that's challenging you are challenging me. Sorry, is one. Um, the good good decisions you've made. Like good things, good things you've decided to do, good things you've decided not to do. Your affirmations, which is probably the thing that you know you keep repeating yourself. You write it every day. Your daily positive affirmations. Um, and there's something else. Oh, why? This is one where I picked up from somebody. It's like a a letter. 
a letter that you've never sent to someone, someone in your life or someone that used to be in your life, which is one that I don't implement as much, but I do from time to time that the person's in my head, I will send them a letter uh, that's never been sent or never been said. Um, I've but, done that with uh, voice note before as well. If anybody's ever done that, you've ever had an argument with somebody and sometimes you feel like you just need to say something. If you actually voice note it into WhatsApp, I used to voice note it to myself and then yeah. you, you almost just feel like you don't need to say it then. I know that sounds odd, but sorry, continue. Yeah, no, no, that's kind of that's kind of the same thing. Um, you can voice note. I was just thinking of a song. There's a guy called Boy North. He's from Glasgow. He's a DJ. And he has a song. I'll tell you the name of the song. You can check it out. Um and boy north and the 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 vocal of the song is a, was it the wind that stirred is the name of the song and it's a girl's voice note that was sent and it's really it's a real good song if people want to check it out he's a real good artist uh, but yeah the other thing about journaling too is it does it can be pictures if you're if that if you're into that it can be like speech bubbles and short things and sketches and doodles and it can be anything it can be scribbles if you want to get a bit of anger out and if you're if you're not enjoying it i honestly wouldn't overthink it i would write the three things you're grateful for and boom job done and away you go and you might seem pointless but it's actually just the discipline of journaling it's actually doing it and then what is on my mind what do i need to do better and just leave it and if you find that you're writing the same things it's repetition as annoying as that is like to for example like right now when i'm writing down like how can I be better? It's what can I do for other people today, right? I like a really good example is every morning now for the last six, eight weeks, uh, I'm always up fucking stupid o'clock. So I always wake my mum, dad, and auntie up with a cup of tea or coffee around eight or nine. And that sounds so and small and stupid. Yeah, why I'm standing there <laughs> tensing like fuck. But it sounds so small. But anytime I've ever got woken up with a cup of coffee, it's always like, oh, that's fucking great. Joe. Uh, so it's one of the things like it's it's yeah. that, uh, seen that on a on a quote before by Jay Shetty. It was like, "What traits should your partner have, or should you, or what should you look for in another person?" And it's it, the best quote the person gave was, "Think of all the traits you want in a person, and then have that. So whatever you want, do that to other people, and it's just actually making you the person you should be." So uh, yeah, look, very very simple. I don't want to dive in too much in the journal because other people uh, will. Be yeah, we uh, like for instance, I I I was looking when this person sent this message to me earlier. Um, I looked at my journal from last year and for three, almost three months every single day, well not every single day every single time I wrote I wrote the same thing the exact same three words three words on the page every single day Tony's Tony's big calves no Um, (laughs) three, three, three words like and I remember I wrote it, but it didn't actually like it must be written at least out of the ninety days, it must be at least written sixty times. I didn't count the amount of pages, but the same thing. And it's still like a it's still like a mantra I say to myself. But it was at that time when this was early to twenty twenty two, where you know, clubs and stuff had reopened and I just had to know re-established the re-establishment was happening so i just had to keep saying to myself the same thing the same thing the same thing and yeah that's kind of but the, that's it you'll find you'll find journals like meditation it's not easy at the start but then you'll find your way of doing it your way of doing it might be the same way as me tony or jay shetty or whoever else journals you'll find your way and whatever way your way like there's some people writes three pages some people write three lines or some people write three words so it just really matters about what you need to get out of it now the other thing is to a journal's not not really a diary a diary's a wee bit different yeah I diary's normally a diary's normally talking about the af- after fact whereas a journal's talking about the future yeah i was going to say i think a diary's like uh, memories uh, sort of lessons or what happened or feelings or review versus as you said journaling is what you're sort of putting out into the world to go forward i think as well it relates to like goal setting for the year see if you haven't written out your goals yeah. i do think like or what you're going to do things do get a little bit scattered it's like saying i'm going to do all these things today it's like right whenever you, I, I got asked on cool fm the other day when i was on somebody goes like how do you how do you set out your goals and how important is it writing them down i've heard this and i just said to the person i said online uh whatever we were on and i got cut and put up and i was like that was one of the better things and it was like writing your goals is as important as writing a shopping list for going to the shop because otherwise you get to the shop and you forget half the things you're fucking doing and i, I didn't say obviously fuck online i kept that off i had to be 
I had to be smart there. I stuttered quite a bit, but it is one of the things where like, uh, so exactly really like that. You're never going to remember everything and you're never going to do it. And you're going to forget wee bits and pieces. And you might think, well, it's only three goals, but writing things down just makes it far more. That's when I noticed a lot of things changed for me when I wrote it on my whiteboard, I kept it in front of me. Just that commitment, like, oh, I've wrote this down. That's a purse. So for me, like I wrote down, you know, delegate as much work as possible, start working 25, 30 hour weeks instead of fucking banana time. Joe, simple things like that where you put it down. But yeah, yeah. I think, look, we'll dive into the mistakes and the, stuff. And there was one, one more, one more thing actually to help you with your writing. It can sometimes be good if you actually think about writing it to someone, as in to your future self or to, you know, or a fictitious character that you're actually you're not writing aimlessly on a piece of paper because nobody's ever going to read these only you so if you get in the mindset that you're writing it to your future self that sometimes can help too because it's like it's like a podcast and um, you could record a podcast on your own solo which is the weirdest thing in the world you have to like actually physically believe you're talking to someone and not just being mental and talking to yourself it's like a radio dj how does a radio dj know that he's actually live on air no you're aimlessly talking into a microphone playing music how do you know people are actually hearing it so you just have to get in that mindset that you're writing it for your future self you're writing it for someone that's never going to see it so it's, sometimes that can help too because at the start when i first started journaling that was what i really struggled with was after i write this nobody's seeing it or what's it doing how to get into the, into the mindset that i'm writing this for to my future self to you know really hit the points home but yes we're going to jump into making mistakes mistakes, making mistakes and reflection lessons i think they're all very important reflections lessons everything not that i've ever made a mistake like that's you know that's <laughs> Yeah, like I, I don't know. It's one of the things at the end of the year, everybody's reflective. And as we said last week, you know, you can be very hyped up and you can be very low. Yeah. For uh, the Christmas, it's one or the other. So I do think, like, over the year, you know, you can look back and go, oh, fuck, you know, I could have been traveling more. I could have spent less time working. I could have spent more time with the people that matter. Or, you know, I could have, I could have maybe took on that challenge. Or you'll see somebody do something that you're like, oh, that could have been me. Like, you get, yeah. you can get quite a lot of that reflection and guilt almost. Uh, yeah. A lot of people are very hard on themselves. Yeah. Big time. I mean, like, it's, it's, yeah. No, there's the other balance as well where, like, it's, it's trying to find a balance. I would say I'm too hard on myself. But then I would say, but then is that because you hold yourself to a higher degree? Standard, yeah, but it's also because uh, I think it's a personality trait as well. If you're very self-critical, you will, as shit as it sounds, you might feel slightly more on edge and pushy and not as happy, but you'll usually find for more forward momentum. Whereas if you're very easy on yourself, ah, do you know, it was just this or that, or it is what it is, then you're going to naturally not change as much and you're not going to see as much growth in every area. So there's pros and cons. You might not be as stressed. Yeah. but you might not move forward as fast as you want in all areas and then you can make more mistakes because you're not learning for example like do you, like it's one of these things where i think a lot of people get caught up in like how do you how do you end up making a mistake and they don't realize how easy it can happen yeah oh yeah yeah but then the other thing about me like see i don't see mistakes as always a bad thing it's only a bad thing if you don't learn from it mistakes quote, you said it's it's not a what was the quote um it is what it is is that the thing we were no. talking about the other day? Oh, no, you sent me a quote. You said to me the other day, he goes, eh, it's not a mistake if you learn from it. Oh, it's not a mistake if you learn from it. If you, if, if just, uh, that's, that's a simple, like, I don't like it. Fuck, I've made every mistake a man can make. No joke. Uh, honestly, every mistake a man can make. It's when you start making it two and three times, then you're just a bollocks. And then you're not learning from your mistakes. Then you have to really go back and find out the reason you're not learning from your mistakes. Like you, like, it gets um, like burying your head in the sand. I was chatting to a guy the other day, and he's he had a bill to pay, and and he he just he could pay it. Like he literally could walk across the road and pay the bill, but he kept putting it off, and he didn't know why he kept putting it off. And he says it was a weird thing. And a friend just said to him, "Why are you running away from problem? Like it's the problem's there, and you can just go and sort the problem now instead of burying your head in the sand." And and he like he didn't even realize that he wasn't. That he wasn't sorting the problem, he was just letting it just go on and on and on, and then he, then he just sorted it. But in life, there's a lot of shit like that in life that people know shit's not right, and they don't sort it, and they let it go on and on. Sometimes it can get worse, sometimes it can get better. I think. Uh, but the one thing that's never going to happen is 
it's not going to solve the underlying issue so it might get better but it can just happen again yeah no that that's pretty much bang on the head i think as well we as people are very and i think a lot of people don't realize this but in relationships and family matters in your own personal development we're very easy and this is where i don't like saying people are too hard on themselves sometimes because we're very very easy that we what's the best way to put this that we oh fuck i'm losing the, the words that i want because this could be really good so this is frustrating me now but it's yeah. it's 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 hard to explain and i'm gonna try and take a second here and now everybody's probably laughing because i'm like i don't know what I'm no you're trying to get the right words that mean the right things the same as oh, it's the same you need alpha brain joe rogan's product yeah oh no, i've lost i'm now i'm just laughing i'm just thinking <laughs> what the fuck was i saying it'll come back in like 30 but, seconds uh, but uh yeah well i i kind of know what you mean <laughs> no it's it, it, it's tough when like, I'm not easy on myself, and the one thing I'll never do is I never blame oh, other people. It. You got it? <laughs> I got it. You stole the ball long enough. But yeah, what we are as people is like, it's we don't realize it, but a lot of the time we will sweep problems under the carpet, yep. which is short term pain. But the problem is we then build up a massive molehill that we have to deal with. So in the short term, yep. you're not dealing with these problems and you're getting this short term ease. It's like if you're having issues in with yourself or you're not happy, and you know you're taking alcohol to depress to get rid of it and escapism or if you're having issues in your relationship and you're taking space or you're disappearing or if you're having issues with your family and you're not communicating and you're just taking time away and then you come back and you're just like yeah, yeah and you're back into flow you didn't actually sort what the problem was in the root of it now if you do this repeatedly you'll notice this is where like big build-ups happen and this yeah. is where real issues happen and it's because it's not because the other person's doing it too like as much as it takes two to tango if it's your mum your dad you set brother sister a friend whatever it is you can still take responsibility for everything in it and sort it because it's down to, that other person might not be as as personal as you they might not think the way you are they might be very emotional but if you can actually logically break that down you can go do you know what i can fix this and i think if you actually take a short-term pain and you have that shitty conversation you can usually actually save yourself a lot of pain down the road it's it's just like really really easy example is like not having a mcdonald's every night for dinner because it's handy because it'll be fucking suck ass doing fucking cardio for fucking 60 minutes a day and three years whenever you're a fat cunt yeah. it's like short you don't realize you're taking the short-term choice and you, it doesn't feel like it's hurting you it feels like the right thing to do but actually analyzing your situation and going are things getting better are things getting worse in all areas and i think that's sort of what i'm getting off that makes sense yeah yeah definitely it's the short-term pain for the long-term gain is always you know it's always going to be the better option for the simple reason if you like how, how do you put this if you bury your head in the sand for long enough the the thing will get bigger but it, you know you might be able to you mightn't be able to solve the problem now but if the problem keeps keeps happening so say like you lose your job for not turning up on a monday morning because you go in the drink on a sunday and then you get a new job and then you get a new job and then you get a new job you get a new job you get a new job and you get a new job and it keeps going it keeps going it keeps going keeps going and but you're still not going in on mondays because you drink on a sunday and that's not solving the issue and sooner or later that's going to get to a point where you might start missing tuesdays you might start missing fridays you know you might realize that you do have a drink issue whether you know if you if you see the problem early enough and you see you know the realization of how to fix it a lot of a lot of things like like boys that take a lot of drugs it always starts off a wee bit you don't start off buying in 10 bags a week maybe one bag a month and then it's on to two then it's maybe one a weekend then before you know it you can't go out for a drink without a bag so then if you if you would have realized that at an earlier point it's a lot easier to fix but by the time you're maybe two bags a week and you're maybe run up a bit of a bill that's at the point where it start getting a wee bit sticky and you, then it's it's harder to it's harder to address at that stage the see the biggest mistakes you make there and i, I do get this this is where i'm i know where you're coming from that and it sent me down like a fault pattern there like See, the biggest mistakes you'll you'll make or the biggest issues you'll have in your life from mine and your personal experience, I'm sure, Mickey, is the ones that you don't realize you're making 
yeah. but you're consistently doing them. So you think this is fine, this isn't an issue, and then it catches up with you. Like, there's not, like, I'll be the first person to say, you know, I had no issue taking a bit of recreational drugs in uni. It was fucking great crack. It was hilarious. The problem was it escalated and I just, it seemed normal. It seemed good crack. And then before I know it, all of a sudden my head was fucking minced. I was depressed. I was down. I felt like a loser. And Joe, all these things were affecting me in every way. But the problem was at the time, it didn't feel like a mistake. But looking back, I'm like, oh my God, how did I not see that? And it's the same with like, Joe, a family relationship, whenever people look back and they go, I didn't spend enough time with my dad. You don't realize you're making that mistake until your dad's passed, Joe. Yeah. And that's, that's when regret hits. And that's where to live a life with no regrets is very, very difficult because you can say, oh, do you know what I was doing the moment? But it's because most people, and this is where the mistakes come, because if you, this is why the gratitude question was really good, because if you do not stop and reflect either at the morning, the night, or at the end of the week on a Sunday, for 20 for fucking five minutes what you'll realize a lot of the time is and i had a really good friend i mean his dad his dad said this to him uh before he passed actually uh and i think it's a really it's a really really good quote and i have a lot of time for him and um, it was practically something along these lines and i'll probably butcher it if you don't stop and take a look around you every once in a while you'll realize you're going in the wrong direction without realizing it and it's really fucking on the money you, you can do that's happened to me as i said in the last podcast joe i'm going all the way to the left with followers money chasing all these things and then i got a bit of a wake-up call and i'm like yeah oh, this isn't where this isn't where i want to go like I'm, I'm looking at this and i'm going this is where i thought i wanted to go yeah but i'm i'm not getting happier this direction i'm getting worse and shit in my life's going wrong so they, i got corrupted here and i didn't even realize that this felt right but now looking at it i'm like oh this isn't right. And it's one of the things where that sounds very odd, but it can be the same with paths in your relationships, your family, your career. And I think it's knowing that not every mistake is obvious. And if you don't stop and have that look around, you could realize like, oh, I'm fucking this up. And then, Joe, you're, you're, you're wasting life's biggest commodity and that is fucking time. What is that? What's that quote? Or Ferris Bueller? Oh, Ferris Bueller is if you don't stop and look around every once in a while, life could pass you by, is it? Yeah. So, something like it's something better it's something quite good it's like it's more that's more like an enjoy the moment but i quite like that one as well it always reminds me uh, of life's said. pretty life moves pretty fast if you don't stop and look around some once in a while you could miss it very good yeah. very smart but that I mean, is true like when you when like you when you were on your drive and you talked about it and like people that listen to podcasts like you you knew you were in your your growth phase your growth no what what did you call it it was like I was calling a push. A push, I like a push phase, right? The thing is, because you're in it, uh, it doesn't mean your family's in it, and it doesn't mean your friends are in it, and that's that's the kind of thing where when you're, but when you're in it, you you don't you know, you're blinkered, and I I've been there, like I've been there when like fucking pushing DJ, and I probably still am at a certain point, but I found a way to balance it more but when you're in it you don't see you don't really see what you're looking you don't really see the problems that are arising in other people's lives that is coming directly from you you don't see that and then they're because they support you and they're with you every step of the way they don't want to tell you either because then that feels like they're you're derailing, they're derailing you from yeah. your journey so they're not going to say to you oh no bring it back bring it back bring it back but they will tell you afterwards like i had people like when i when me and you were trained together tony and my big push was on to hit 80 kilo <clears throat> i had people come up to me fuck it must have been a year later and like fellas come up to me going oh fuck about the training and all. I was like yeah 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 and they were like oh fuck man you know there's a couple times i want to say to you you know you're you're too dialed in like and I was like, geez, I didn't think it was that dialed in. They were like, no, I just want to, no, it didn't say to because I didn't want to you know, seem like I was taking away what you were doing. But it was just at one point, it was just like, you were just shit crack. And I was like, that oh, happened. I was like, I, oh, but I wanted like the, I wanted to hit that. That was the goal I had set myself. But they were like, oh, I just fucking, if you're going to do it again, just don't, uh, just don't go in that deep. And this only came out like a year. I didn't realize that like, maybe that was probably the reason why some of the boys weren't texting me as much. And stuff like that but you don't you really nobody wants to derail you from your goals but you don't know if your goals is, is putting a 
like a negative effect on your family or your friends or whatever that's that's one of the things when you're in the game when you're in the heat of the game you don't know what's going on in the stands can't see because you've got the blinkers on it's yeah. very very difficult and that, that happens in, in in people and it's not just work see for anybody that's been highly stressed like really want to give you like does anybody ever know like this is a really good example of it do you ever get like a text message or something happens all of a sudden and you just go into like rush mode and you, you yeah. it doesn't matter if you're it doesn't matter how much your car is a month it doesn't matter how much your mortgage is it doesn't matter how much whatever else is going on in your life right now it doesn't matter if you can get food for dinner it all stops and everybody got that sort of stress where they don't get hungry that's exactly what the purchase is like to an extent you you don't think of anything else it's a very weird obsessive sort of thing but that's that's the best way i can sort of explain it it's maybe not as high anxiety but it is tough to see it yeah it's, it's a very very uh thing but it's it's the same for anyone like if you're chasing something but the problem is to you, it's very tough to get balanced when you're when you're really pushing for things and see when there's so many individuals now on the grind like i mean grind person it actually makes it harder to succeed because there's so many person for it it's like one of these things where it's one of these things where sorry mickey's taking a photo and he's doing the fingers and i didn't know what way to smile because my mic's over to the left so i'm all slurry and slanty and he looks great so that's going up on instagram and i look like a toe uh, <laughs> but it's one of them things you i don't know where my train of thought is mickey go fuck yourself <laughs> Uh, you take over here, McCann, I was know. just thinking of a of a of a very sad documentary I watch. So one of my uh, DJ idols is Tiesto. Tiesto was the man, and I watched a documentary with him maybe about uh, but probably about ten years ago now. And they were talking about him, you know, always a smile on his face, loving life, and the way he talked and the way it was the way I felt. DJ's like a very even though you're always in the party, you're always at the party, you're normally alone at the party. Or you've people hanging on that you don't really want hanging on, or there's people there. But he said something like, I don't own a car. I don't I don't have a girlfriend really. I don't own a house. Um I don't actually live anywhere. Technically I'm homeless. And I don't have a dog. I'm just living out of hotels and then when I'm in Vegas I live in the MGM they have like a, a, a penthouse apartment in the MGM and I was just it just really hit home with me that he was on his big growth and being the biggest EDM DJ in the world and everybody was looking at him including me going he's got everything like he's got the life I want and then when he broke it down he wanted the life that everybody else had but his own life too you know what I mean he wanted the dog, the girlfriend, the wife, the house, the picket fence. He wanted the car. But he didn't have any of that. He was just living out of suitcases. Even though, like, you're talking, like, private jet travel, whatever. But for someone who had everything in my eyes, he wanted all the other things. And that really hit home with me going, fuck. You know, am I going to... I strive to be him, to want to be him, to want to do everything he's done, and I still do. But it's not all cracked up to be. And that's where you see a lot of, like, these famous rock stars and pop stars get depressed and shit. Nothing is. I think, uh, I honestly think the, the, do you ever see, I saw a video going around recently, and it was like, right, so say you're 20 now, right, and you live to be 80. So that's 60 years, right? And if you live for the big moments, there's probably two to three big moments a year. So if you take two, that's 120 moments for your life. Yeah. Right? That's the big moments. But what a lot of people miss, and that's your holidays, that's your one-offs. But what your life really consists of is the conversations with your family, the cups of tea, the one drink on the weekend you have, the movie you watch. It's all the small moments actually are your big moments. It's just the fact that people slightly forgetting these and that's actually what emphasizes the quality of your life over time and probably what will when it comes down to if you feel like your life has been a success or not rather than oh, I visited a hundred countries but were you ever really in a good spot mentally? Were you ever content, Joe? And that's where, you know, you, you really have to take hold and that's why like a lot of people get married, settle down, have kids, because they realize like it, deep at the root of it, like it's the belonging, it's the care, it's the love, it's the it's the real foundations of, of humanity of what it is. And that's why you don't see everybody turn around and fuck off to the to to say the 
what do you call it, Colombia and fucking you know, go nuts there and go metal or go to Vegas and live there and be a lunatic. They, they go on holidays and they live it, but then they always come back to routine what makes them feel good. And there's a reason for that. And I think yeah. that really is. Yeah, there is. There, but once again, like, it's, it's mad when you think about it. Like, you could be four or five years into a push or four or five years into driving to become the biggest and best you can be. And you won't you won't even realize what has went on around you if if you're that deep into the push and if you don't when you realize if you don't fix that it can happen again and happen again and happen again and then it'll get it'll happen so many times that when you get into that mode people around you will they won't wait about they'll know what's coming and they're like, fuck, I can't do this again. Can't do this again. It's like I know a couple of bodybuilders. And like they had they'd had to make deals with their 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 girlfriends and wives, like I'm gonna do two more years. Cause they were like, I can't keep going through this again. I can't go through another period of you prepping and you getting fucking, you know, just being miserable to live with because it's a tough, tough run like they're supporting your goals and then there's also where you're actually being selfish yeah that's 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 the thing like even tom brady anybody follows american football him and his wife um are divorcing he's been retired in the last maybe five six years he hasn't retired yet he always does one more one more one more one more and the the final one more was just too much for her. there might be other things too but they've been very public that she wasn't happy about this new one more and she just stepped away yeah, Joe you know, metal and that's a fucking disaster. But it's learning, like like the other part we want to talk about is the learning from it, you know, and the showing people you're learning from it, and the showing your parents and your family and your sister and your loved Difference. ones and you know people that you're you are you are going to learn to do both at the same time because there is yeah. there there is a way to do both. Some people do have it completely sussed. But most people normally that have it sussed have walked the path that wasn't right at least once. And fucked it, yeah. I think I think honestly the biggest change the biggest thing that changes somebody is a pain. Now, some of my clients don't come with this mad pain. But if you don't have a like some sort of driving factor behind you now, yes, you can chase your business for better life and family, that but if you if you the, the, the scenario is you need either a load of pain to change or you need a really big reason like you're going to support your family you're going to make it for that reason if you don't have enough pain you will not change and the thing is otherwise you will repeat the same mistake until it's painful enough and tom tom brady's obviously made that mistake multiple times and now he's getting the real pain of it but you know what'll be interesting is would he not just turn around and go right that's me done football i am out and that's it and then try and show that that's what really matters and go to but if he just continues with football it shows nothing ever change and it didn't matter anyway to him yeah I think I think it's just with him it's been probably six maybe six seven seasons of every year it's like I'm done I'm back I'm done and then he was fully done and then he was back and then I think just got too much I know I looked at be more things that, but that was just in there I say but you're right in what you're saying too there is the the learning but the learning curve i think is the making like like james smith talks about like the mistakes he made back in the day going on to gear and stuff and he talks about like openly put up a picture the other day now he looked fucking fantastic i like to see juicy james back but he talked about like about the mistakes he made but he looked phenomenal like like he looked absolutely class looked like a wrestler um but never be where he is now without that i reckon yeah he but that's the thing see a lot of people like if you think you're you know your your favorite people your your people you look up to maybe not idolize but the people you look up to somewhere along the line they've probably made mistakes but learned from them very fast and that's how like mark manson is one of them the four-hour work week guy he learned from it gary v learned hard richard branson's learned the hard way no, if you think about it, without the pain, they wouldn't be the people who they are now. There is certain people that probably, you know, have struck it lucky or you know, created something massive, and it's just always been massive, and they've never had the hardship. 
But most of the time, there is something that's come out of something negative. There's there's mad positives come out of it. And but that that's that's on you. It's on us. You know, we like I've made I made huge huge mistakes in my life, but I've yeah. ensured that I've learnt from my mistakes. And will I make some of my mistakes again? Probably. But sometimes, like it or lump it in this world, we are gluttons for punishment. But nine nine ninety nine percent of the mistakes I made in my life I'll never make again and I will learn from them and I will use the memory of the person I hurt or the the the, the opportunity I missed or the thing I fucked up that'll be my fuel as the joke goes the best pre-workout you'll ever have is heartbreak like there is a bit of truth in that like yeah, I, I, I see boys hitting the gym hard and I've done it myself see once you, like, you break up with someone boys fire themselves into the gym they're the best training sessions you'll ever have and girls are the same girls do it all the time break up my with a fella hit the gym people just out of relationships every time and they every- fucking get zoned in and they bust themselves yeah they're ideal they're they're part it's part because there's so much motivation for it no matter what way things end yeah, e- just- even even if it's not you know, like they didn't trade you up for a younger model or a bigger booty model or or a guy with bigger <laughs> arms it's not even about that it's just it's the drive but if it's like every negative like in in your life you, you can you can turn it into a positive somehow it mightn't just be clear as day how you do it it might it might seem fucking bonkers but any negative in your life you can take a positive out of it somewhere maybe it's if someone's passed away in your family but they always had like this belief in you that you can do anything you've ever you you put your mind at there's your fuel there no there's your fuel if you're if you're if your dad or your mum or your granny had undying belief in you that's maybe the reason that's maybe a sign for you to say you know what i i fucking believe in myself i'm gonna go out and do this you know yeah there's every massive thing that happens like a catastrophic thing in your life if you work and try to find you'll be able to bring a positive out of it somehow somehow it's, if you let it be completely negative, that's when you've lost. You haven't lost until you've given up. And that's one of the things I remember a guy said to me a long time ago, a long, long time ago. And he said to me, as long as you're looking up with your eyes open, you may be knocked down. You're not, you're not beat. As long as you're on your back looking up, you can st- you're still more to go. And that's the sort of doesn't matter many times like in the, in the music world, I could send a song to a hundred labels, and out of that hundred labels, ten might reply to me, and nine of them will just say nah, not happening. One of them will say yeah, and I mightn't even give it to that one label because they were just a, a like a, an email. I just I didn't even really want them to have it, and you have to deal with that on a weekly basis of people saying no, or. You could do a year for years. Everybody says no, but all you need is that one person to say yes, because like you're not giving up. Like I'm, I'll never give up on my DJ dreams until I feel inside I'm just ready to walk away. And I know I like I've said to myself, once DJing feels like a job, once it becomes work, I'll just walk away, and I'll be very happy to walk away. Because that's when I know I'm done with this game. But I know that's nowhere close yet. Because I'm having too much fun doing it. Like every day I get to do the the thing that I dreamt of doing. So it, it's not work. But see the day where I like, fuck I couldn't be arsed doing this. Like, this, this feels like work to me. That's when I'll just go, nah, that's me done. And I'll never do another gig again. Fair fucks, because it's one of them things as well where, like, see, for see, I think you know what's a really good before we dive into that end bit about the, the enjoyment of it. See, as well, I, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast before and he made a really good thing because a lot of people will have made these, and you can even start whenever we talk about this, start to feel guilt because you've made this. The one thing that you need to take away from this, too, is you can stay guilt, you can still dwell on it, but you're not actually that person anymore. You're the person that's went through the pain, yeah, and you've had to learn the hard way. And if you that's it. So you've changed. So you're not that person. And sometimes to grow as an individual, you have to cut ties with that version of yourself. You have to go, why was I like that? What was driving that? 
what was happening there, right? I am never going to be that again. What do I need to do to ensure that happens? And sometimes to grow, you have to you have to die. So you really have to cut that off. And Shayla Booth said that in an interview. He goes, I have to, my old self, yeah. my old beliefs, my old person had to die for me to be to regrow as a new individual. So that's why sometimes when it can be very tough, it's because you have to let go of the way that you were as an individual, your stubbornness, whatever it was to maybe compromise or become better. And that is why it it takes that much pain or that much drive. It has to be for another person or it has to be a lot of pain. Because for example, like I know rightly, I would never have stopped pushing if it wasn't for like family and other things going on. It just, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have got enough pain and I wouldn't have got enough drive to go, nah, this version's no longer needed. And you will notice that like I'm doing supplements in March and I am not going like we're not personal. Everything else is going to be you know, semi-passive now where it's not a whole lot of one-to-one coaching. It's very minimal. I'm not going to be fucking flat out working all the time. It's just I'm dialing my work hours back and that's it. And that's no person. There's no need for extra money. It's just greed. And that would never have happened without the pain. And so yeah. I, in a way, I'm really grateful for it. But it's also shit because you have to go through that. But the thing is better now than when I'm 45. Yeah, hundred percent. So perspective, you have to look at it and go. Glad I made that now, rather than four years down the line. Joe, you'll get people and they'll go, "I cheated on my girlfriend, and it was the wrong thing to do, and all this shite." And but fuck me, like you could have been married, you could have been twenty years down the line. You get people who turn around and go, "Joe, I didn't ask that person out there, my best friend, and I really liked her, and now she's married." Well, tough shit. You have to learn from it, Joe. It could have been over ten years down the line, Joe. I didn't save money. The pains hurt me now because I'm living with mum and dad, and it's affecting something, Joe. All that comes into play so, so much. And don't get me wrong, there's no real excuse for any of them, but it's one of the things, when you get enough pain, you will change. Yeah, yeah. You have to change. Like that enjoyment one, though, as well. I think that's key. Uh, yeah. Is that yeah. probably, probably yeah. an hour? Nah, 40 minutes. You have to change. Like, you ha- like pain will force you to change. Because you don't la- change and get forced. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, last thing you want to do is, like it's, like, it's like the cow touching the electric fence. Just does it once. Doesn't fucking do it twice, like. Like a cow does not go up the electric fence and keep getting shocked. Well, fuck, someday that's not going to shock me. Just gets once. You know, just once. So why would you keep wanting to make the same mistake again and get the same amount of pain? And But if you're stupid enough to keep doing the same thing and thinking you're going to get away with it or, or thinking some, it's going to have a different outcome, you're just a fucking idiot. Like, and that, that's... Just to be blunt about it, you know, you're just an idiot. If if you're not willing to help yourself and change yourself, nobody's gonna like. Nobody's gonna if you don't back yourself, nobody's gonna back you. I think that's a quote from a Perogan podcast. As well, well, right now saying that, I'll tell people my mantra that I wrote down every day was "Be the hero," and that's from a Rogan podcast. You be the hero in your own comic book. And I wrote that down. Be the hero, be the hero, be the hero. It's nothing to do with being an actual hero. It's about being the main character in your own story. And that yeah, was see. that was all that meant. Like it, it wasn't about being a fucking superhero. It was about being the main character in your own story. Being the main character in your own comic book. Being in control of the narrative. Being in control of your destiny. Being in control of the outcome as much as humanly possible. You're not going to be able to control every outcome. But you're going to be able to control as much as you can like surround yourself we talk about small circles surround yourself with the best people take out the negative people be the hero in your own comic book don't let somebody else be the hero in your comic book this is your book this is your story i think i think uh maybe kevin hart talked about it as well you know you're writing your story the story is about you you are number one that's you have to be a wee bit selfish you're number one doesn't mean you can't have everybody else in, in your story with you being, being on the same level as you but you are the main character you're the lead actor in your story you're the hero of the story and if it's a good story everybody else has a good time if it's a fucking horror yeah. show everybody else is going to have a horror show but you're in control of that as much as you can be you know, there is bad luck people be down in their luck but I do believe sometimes you make your own luck I honestly do. I think see a lot of that. It's like, do you know when people say I'm just not in a good place and I'm just unhappy or people say I'm not happy with you uh, in a, like a really, that's all bullshit because if you're not happy, you, you, even if you're in a bad relationship or anything's going on, you're like, 
you still choose what, what, how you feel, your emotions. Nothing is reliant on somebody else to make you feel a certain way because if, the minute that happens, you're becoming a slave to your emotions, a slave to them. Yeah. And the thing is, you still decide how things go. You, mm-hmm. You're responsible for all of it. So it does come into that play massively. And I think that that really takes takes yeah. hold quite a large amount, you know? Yeah, you shouldn't put all your, all your eggs into someone else's basket to make you happy. Like if your girlfriend can't be happy like if, if her happiness depends on you that's not right you should be an addition to her happiness or his happiness you know kids are a wee bit different until they're you know a certain age because they need you you need to keep them alive but with another adult like if she's like you know you're if you're you're the only thing in the world that makes me happy you if, if that's something that you say to yourself or say to your 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 like your other half you're the only thing in the world that makes me happy you need to really look at yourself because yes they should make you happy but they should be an addition to your happiness no your happiness should not be their their problem because like everyone's got their own issues and everyone's got their own happiness to worry about but if if this one person's the only thing in the world that makes you happy you need to really analyze why that is no, I know loads of people in relationships and that sort of shit they go through and then when they break up, it's hard for them. But also it's because they didn't they don't really they didn't really do anything else. But most of the time people can like analyze and go, Yeah, they made me really happy, but I'm still I'm still I've still got everything else going for me. And, oh, and like it didn't like lamp all my happiness into one single thing or one single person or or you're you're the like work is your life and then when work stops you're like fuck but i'm the i'm the guy like i'm the work guy i'm the bar man now the bars are closed what the what am i like and you feel like you have no purpose in life because a lot of people noticed that around lockdown like they didn't they were a slave to their jobs that much that when like imagine someone said to you a couple like hypothetically i'll give you a year off work lads and i'll pay you 30% 30% of your wages for doing the hunt. Fuck, I'll take that all day long. <laughs> but then when you when you didn't have work to do and like you had no notoriety and you had no real boys were like, What's where's my purpose? You know, that's they realised that they were slave to the job and they were slave to stuff. That's why a lot of people change careers. They realised that world had gotten away, life had gotten away, and they were doing stuff they didn't even really like. Like I, I know a fellow who was a teacher, and he's not a teacher anymore. And everybody was so strange that he didn't go back. And he's just like, you know what? I realized I really hated teaching. Like, I hate the spies teaching. And he goes, yeah. I'll never go back and do that again. And his whole family thought he was an absolute lunatic. He's back in college now. And they were like, you're, you're mental. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going through that again. And that's the kind of sort of questions you do have to have yourself. You know, what, what makes me happy? Is my happiness dependent on other people? Or can I be in control of my own happiness? That's one thing I worked on myself a lot. After multiple breakups. <laughs> was I can't... Now, there's no point going with someone if they're not going to make you happy. But my happiness did not just depend on them. And neither did their happiness just depend on me. But together, the happiness we'd bring each other needed to be more than... As a as a solo, because as a solo, if you weren't adding anything, there's no point. That's one of the big things. If you're not adding to your other half life, or your other half's not adding to your life, knock it in the head, and move on. There's too yeah. much. There's too much shit of that going around, or going in the world. I think at the minute, like I think there's people just in, aye, they're just settling. Either aye, they'll do. They'll do. A lot of people take up with the first person that will just have them. Like I know it sounds terrible, but it's one of them things where. That is the truth. Like, you know, a lot of people just fall in these misconceptions and then they wonder why they're not happy. Joe, you know, I know you can be happy by yourself, but another person can make you yeah. so unhappy. Well, you, that's you, you, you find the person who adds to your happiness. You find you the person who adds through, value but... to your life. You find the person who, ha- who makes you smile. You find the person who makes you laugh. You don't just find the person who's just there. Like, who the fuck wants that? The guy's just there. Oh, he's, he's there somewhere. He's over in the corner. No, you don't want that. You want the guy who, when he touches you, or the girl when when she hugs you, you get fucking shivers up your spine, or when they text you, you 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 get happy. You don't want the person who you're just like, oh, I'll just I'll give him a ring whenever I'm finished. 
you know I think that comes down to effort too like being in relationships long time periods like it'll always feel like that at the start so some people do get like oh you know five six eight ten twenty years in it but a lot of that perce- a lot of that comes down to perception and how you view it and you know, every time somebody texts you 10 years in a relationship or when you're married, I'm sure you don't go fucking great, you because it becomes routine, it becomes habit, but it's going, what if this person left? You know, what am I grateful for today? Uh, what? How can I spice things up if it's sex life? You know, how can you spice? Because that, that really is a spark goes, you know, how can I actually make things better here? And that, that really all relates to it then, because I think when you put in more effort, you then care more about the individual. Whereas if you put in minimum effort, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, well, minimum, minimal effort, minimal return. Always, always, same as biceps, guys. <laughs> Hit the biceps four to five times a week, maximum growth. Did you yeah, see me change the subject? Did you see me comment on TikTok or reply to one of your boy asked you a question or replied earlier? No, what are you right? I don't even read anything. What, what height do you? What'd you reply? Seven foot six, four eleven on a wet day. <laughs> 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 I like that one. Huh? <laughs> I always like the way you pick me up. You're so sound. 4'11 on a, no, four eleven on a good dry day. But I love these people. They do they probably don't know where mates. And then they'd be like, oh, he's trolling him. <laughs> oh, wow. How are you doing my, my boots? Uh, fucking hell, Mickey. You don't do me any favours, do you? Well, it's fucking accurate enough, like. It's funny, Chucks. If you, if you ride me down, jeez, I'm falling asleep here. What time is it? No, right. I need to go to my bed. I'm up at three o'clock in the morning for a flight this Espania. When are you back? I'm only going for two and a half days. What the fuck? Yeah. I... Why? Just Tony. <laughs> no, 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 no reason. We just uh, booked it yesterday. Booked it yesterday. Um, um, my mate's got a house in Marbella, and Bruce Dortmund are out there training at the minute. So we're going out to actually watch Bruce Dortmund train. That's my place. And. Yeah, they, that's is that's exactly what we're going to do. There's a guy come off as used to play for Northern Ireland, and he wants to. He's fucking mad about football. Seemingly, we used to play for Northern. Ireland. Are you sure he's back in the La Salle or somewhere? He'll be quality. Um, uh, he's he's he he's out there for half the year, so he's he wants to bring us to all these places. Like, well, look, we'll not uh, we'll not melt the view the listeners. I was going to say the viewers. Thank fuck, you can't see this. If I get a picture with uh, Jaden Sancho. I'll tag you in it, guys. The muscle hustlers. Muscle hustlers, right? Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you like, share, you review and rate. There you go. Fucking teamwork there. I and what else can you do? Keep hitting us up with questions. Don't be afraid to hit us up with questions. More questions and um, that you want. We're gonna do an anonymous now. We're gonna do an anonymous one to break it up a wee bit because we're very fucking. Hey, we're very deep these last few weeks. We're doing an anonymous one next week, so be prepared for funny. People prefer, I, and some of the ones that has sent us anonymous ones, I'd like an update. And did these boys keep their jobs when they were riding their bosses' wives and stuff? Or yeah, or people that rid their girlfriend's, girlfriend's sister. Why that that person needs to update us? I don't I like think it, I don't. The gym as well. The the man chatting up the woman in the gym. I hope they're pregnant and they've got kids now. Uh, I want. We need an update because there's a few now. I think the one with the sister isn't. Uh, nah, he's definitely went down a slippy slope. The boss's wife. I'd say he's after the moment. No, there's a few boys in the comment, and there's a few people wrote, I know who this is, in the boss's wife one. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't want to know because one of the names I recognized, and I don't think it was him, to be honest, because I don't think he listens to this podcast. Um, but anyway, guys, keep it up. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.